Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. Uh, we are a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT, and today we have a lot to talk about. Uh, but with me today, I have not Tianik because he's taking the week off, but I have Dylan. So I have the, the dream ready. The dream never dies on this show, my friend. And, you know, it's a little bit later this week because of my birthday, which coincided yeah. with our recording day. So a happy uh, birthday from two days ago. <laughs> yes, it was two days ago as we record, but it was a, a lot of fun, good days, good times, good memories, and good fun coming on the Dramatic Dream Dragon show. Like you said, uh, this is a big show that we're going to talk about. Lots of stuff yeah. to talk about. Maybe a little bit unexpected things to talk about as well. In multiple very, senses. Yeah, very unexpected. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, we're going to have a lot of fun on this show uh, today. Hopefully everybody out there has enjoyed the last couple of episodes. You know, the first episode was all about Dragon Gate. Uh, the second episode was all about DDT. And now we're going to have this show, which is probably going to have a heavy DDT slant to it. But yeah. also there's going to we'll be some other stuff too. Have- I have some mixed in though, but yeah, Yannick uh, had to take the week off. Uh, this is gonna happen often, like some weeks, um, not everyone can, and some some weeks uh, only I and someone else will be here. I don't know, uh, but we are a part of the Five Star Network. Uh, there is a lot of great podcasts there. We are getting the website up next month. I think is the goal. Uh, according to Scott, um, our boss Scotty Racing. <laughs> uh, but on the podcast on the podcast feed, we have the All Lead Cast, uh, which is run by Scott and Six Star. They talk everything about All Lead Wrestling. We have Watch Tay, which is run by Void of no- uh, Void of Opinion, and I th- he has a lot of uh, like co-hosts, uh, and they watch. TJPW and react to it, and that's the podcast, and it's such a fun concept. I love it. And we have Stardom Quest, the best weekly Stardom Quest Stardom podcast you can find, because they talk so much fun about Stardom. Alex and Dylan has been doing it forever. The other Dylan, not our Dylan, <laughs> but we. Uh, I am so honored by being a part of the Five Star Network and being a part of this like podcast family yeah absolutely uh you know shout out to all of, all of the shows on there love what scott's doing i've told him uh, told him as much multiple times uh love what, what's going on with watch Teej over there talking about tokyo joshi pro that's always a fun that's that's uh, more or less an unofficial sister show almost uh, to this yeah. one I, I feel like with, with that uh, you know, you've got you've got a lot of people on there. I saw Ego Panic was on there. Angela, oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, some a good cast of characters uh, on Watch Teej. Uh, Startup Quest, very cool. Um, Alex is my guy. A really big fan of his. Uh, D- Dylan is there too. A very knowledgeable Stardom fan. You get a lot of cool stuff going on there. Uh, AEW man. AEW is actually, I got to be honest, has had some pretty good shows lately. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I, yeah. Like, I, I am jealous by uh, on Scott and Six Stars part because they have had a lot of good stuff to talk about uh, so far this year. Uh, of course, their last show they talked uh, more about the death of Jess, 
Jay Briscoe, which I should mention again, we are still like praying and it's in sorrow for that like terrible accident. And it was so wonderful on Dynamite this past weekend, the past week of having Mark have the tribute. Uh, but oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, you know, overall, like I told you, uh, to be honest with you, uh, uh, when we started this show, I I already had my own show with Eastern Larry yeah. and everything, which we did just record a new episode of, by the way, if anybody wants to hear that, about a fantasy draft. A new concept, especially if you're a fantasy sports player of some sort, uh, which will be very, very interesting. Meet Striga of cagematch.net. We, we go on there, talk about Japanese wrestling all over the the Japanese wrestling gambit and my Patreon, patreon.com slash Eastern Lariat, which you will also be joining me on next of week course. to talk about, talk about stardom uh, and their major show coming up. So, uh, you know, I'm all over the gambit, but, you know, when this show started, like I said, I was a little, little wondering what was going to happen. I was very happy that you got your own show, but after the first episode, uh, you kind of called me into the second episode. I saw the rollout of everything and how welcoming and how good the people were on this network just to talk to and, and like the good vibes that we had, you know, all the people on here that honestly, like really inspired me more than anything else to be a regular part of this show and, and to be yeah. on every episode so far. And I'd hopefully many more to come, even on my birthday week. I can't let you down, Sandra <laughs> right now. I, I have to prove you wrong because you, you know, you, I, I know you're worried. I know you think that I'm going to leave you, but, it's not going to happen. Yannick, he's he's got important stuff to do. He's doing his own thing, and we love him, and he will be back one day, and we welcome him for that. But me, what you don't understand, Sandre, I am the one that only knows wrestling in my life, and that's <laughs> what I do here. So yeah. more wrestling, more time, more podcasts, and hopefully more fun for all, most, mostly us, but hopefully also the listeners as well. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Um, and with that, Let's uh, start with some announcements, uh, because there has been, in the past week, there has been a lot of announcements when it comes to uh, Dragon Gate and DDT. And uh, I, I don't know if you've been living under a rock, but in case you haven't heard about it, Keiji Muto is retiring in February, and um, it's in the Tokyo Dome. And he has booked a crazy card for that uh, <laughs> Tokyo Dome show. Uh, where? Dramatic Dream Dragons are a part, not us, but the two companies we covered are a part of that show. <laughs> uh, so, um, the first one is DDT has a cool little showcase match called the Dramatic Dream Future. What a great name, because this, this match is, has all of the future of DDT in it. Um, on one side, you have uh, Sona Kamina, uh, 37 Kamina. Yeah, everyone knows who's they, who they are. Mao, Yuki Ueno, Shunma Katsumata, and Toy Kojima. Uh, versus Burning, or not really Burning, but Burning and two associates, uh, Tetsuya Endo and Yuya Kuruku, and Hideki Okatani and Takashi Masada in an eight-man tag. Um... This will be the first time the, uh, some these DDT wrestlers are in the Tokyo Dome. In a Tokyo Dome with a crowd because they have had empty arena matches there. That's true. And I think, first of all, 
yes, Dramatic Dream Futures was a good name, but does it does the abbreviation roll off the tongue like D3s? True. I don't think so. <laughs> DDF, D3, I, I think our name beats it. That's all I'm True. saying. Maybe, maybe I'm just a little, maybe I'm a little biased. I don't know what makes you think that, but uh, definitely tell me the truth right now. But the match itself, I actually, when we talked about the the whole show, the Muto show, I actually singled this match out as a potential sleeper match on yeah. the whole card. Uh, because, I mean, this is a lot of great talent. Uh, yeah. Comprised, and a and lot of it, yeah. They will showcase DDT. They On the biggest stage DDT has uh, any of these diversities has ever been on. They will showcase it to the world, and I'm I'm hyped. Yeah, and I mean that's what you should aim to do with a card like this, which is it's not just DDT; it's a lot of different companies on this card try to get on get in on this Muto Dome show. So that's what you want to do. You want to showcase the best parts about your companies, and we talked about it last week. You know, DDT to me last year didn't have a great year, in my opinion, to the the mass audience. They did a lot of fun stuff, obviously, and a lot of things they had fans for. But when you're in this situation where you have a showcase match all to yourself on this special show, you want to showcase some of the best parts. And the young guys are, to me, one part? of the best parts of the whole. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah exactly. And I especially, I, I noticed this was stuff that waved a little bit of a red flag for me. Again, this was on my my other show when we talked about it last week, the the Mudo show. I was wondering, man, you'd think they would have wanted Higuchi on here he's the but, champion he's unbeatable he, he won't he, lose the title anytime soon <laughs> I, I said back then great stuff higuchi is not in it and the one that the one that shocks me the most about this card uh is that you nakayama isn't it? like <laughs> i i would of all the people in ddt i would have except, expected you you nakayama but and maybe like it's bad blood between Yuki, uh, Yun and KJ. Maybe is it bad blood between Akiyama and Muto? Well, they kind of they never really cross paths in all Japan. Yeah, like you know. Well, so, uh... I would have expected him on this card instead uh, instead of almost all of these people. But I love yeah, I mean, that I... all of these people are given the chance. Yeah, you know, Burning. I mean, they came in. I mean, Muto was already on his way out because of Shiraishi when Burning came in. But I mean, they. Yeah. I mean, they they probably did cross paths a little bit. I, I don't remember any particularly. Maybe Muto was like, "Oh, you were my successor," and I in, in all Japan. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Man, you know, I I I really have no speculation on that. But, but like, how cool isn't it for uh, Takashi Masada and Hideki Okutani, Yuya Kuriku and Toi Kojima, who are like three or two years some under one year into their career and they are going to be in the Tokyo that's uh, that's kind of special <laughs> it is I'm, very special I'm really happy for them I am uh, too and I can see this match stealing the show uh, the other match Dragon Gate Dragon Gate made their, made their way into this uh, into uh, the Tokyo Dome also uh, with Seabats, Shun Skywalker, Kai, and Diamante, who apparently is healthy again by the time of this show, uh, versus Noah, uh, Naomichi Marufuji, Hyodel, Dr. Wagner Jr., and Ninja Mac. I 
this this match doesn't do a lot for me, but I am hyped for Sea Rats to be on the Tokenon. <laughs> what I want to know is what about uh, somebody trying to get on the show right now? What? Look in the chat. Look who's there. Oh. Yannick is in the drop-in. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, the unexpected run-in right now. Okay. <laughs> yes, look at this right now. This is this is totally unplanned, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is totally random. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we may be... The, th the dramatic part of the dramatic Dream Dragons may be right here. Right here. I was... And here he is. Yannick, are you here? <laughs> He's here. Hi, Yannick. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Dylan. How are you guys? Hi, listeners. We are good. We are. We were just talking about DDT. Uh, no, we are. We were just talking about the KG Muto re uh, retirement show. Oh, um, I haven't seen that one. I can't talk about it. <laughs> well, it hasn't aired yet because we're talking about one next month. Oh, the Keiji Muta, not the Great Muta one. I yeah, see, I see. We uh, we were just talking about. I am so shocked that you're here. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I, I'll not be here long, actually. Okay. Then... What? I hey, wait a minute. I, I this whole start of the show, I was putting you over, Yannick. I was telling people how you had important business. You were doing great. I things. have, and that's why I'm not long here. Okay. Quickly, give your give your thoughts yes. on the future versus Hino. Oh, that slept. Okay. <laughs> Good thoughts. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I say this. Um, I was spoiled for the match ending, so I wasn't shocked. And I think that's for, for the better, because uh, because like this, I could just enjoy it and every single bit of it. In the end, because it was badass. Yeah. Uh, and your thoughts about the result? Um, I'm sad that the Higuchi reign is over, because I'm just a big fan, you know. Yeah. But I don't think they they have made a mistake. Um, going with Hino is. It's a great choice um, at any point. I kind of question, though, why Hino... Because, like, the story part was over with Higuchi's reign. That uh, that was clear, but... Um, why go with Ueno for the Dio when they're going to end it anyway? So Higuchi, uh, Hino could have won it and end the Higuchi reign at the highest note. Yeah, if that makes sense. I I see that. I think they wanted the Higuchi and to uh, reign to end the year. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I I don't think they wanted to end the year with Higuchi losing it because 2022 was Higuchi's year. Um, yeah, that maybe. Um, uh, we have, um, I I definitely think that uh, Hino deserves another reign. But I am afraid that it will not go long. Uh, because Yuki and Naya might be the surprise. No, no, no. Naya won't win the championship. Not well, yet, anyway. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, 
We'll t we'll talk about that when we come come to that point. <laughs> I mean, anyway, regardless, I'm so disorganized you, by you. Regardless, <laughs> what you get at judgment, if it's Naya or if it's Hadashima. Yeah. Um, first of all, if it's Naya, I think Marwan predicted that. Good shout. Yeah. Good shout, Marwan. Marwan's cool. I like, I like that brother. Like, yeah, he, he's the he's the main guy who praised my big time rush reference last week. So shout <laughs> out him for that. He's great. Yeah. Um, regardless of who will get in that match, it will be great anyway. I'm looking forward to both of these matches. Um, still, I want to say that we that we were robbed in not getting the Harashima Higuchi match. Oh, we will get to that. <laughs> I will. I have some. Yeah. That yeah, that sucks. Uh, quickly before you leave, uh, some yes. thoughts about Gold Class winning the Triangle Gate. Um, I mean it makes sense. Yeah, they are so hot right now, and it's a Triangle Gate. Uh, the belt is known to hop around. Yeah, um, I didn't especially care for the match. It's just not. Not my style of match. Yeah. Um, I I see that. I see that definitely. I've I think I still think it was too early to lose it because I wanted Asian to have it longer. But I that's understand. That's fair. I I, I, I was about understand to say... that they didn't want to do a double title run for uh, Shun. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, I thought Ishin was the coolest part about that match. Well, that was the only match we need to talk about from the Kobe Sambo Hall shows. <laughs> the because only match? Well, I would disagree. Everyone should watch Don Fuji and Yamato yes. Big Boss and Strong Shinji. Everyone go watch that <laughs> after you're done listening to us, our podcast. I, uh, I thought the opener of that show was like really slept on. Too, to be honest, the the Kung Fu Masters. Yeah, the, it was a the uh, I think it was a, the six man match where it was yeah. the Courage versus them and Ho Ho Loon. Like I thought that was like a really good match. Like the Courage team worked. So it was it was good. Um, I didn't think. Um, I didn't thought it really went into a higher gear. Yeah, but yeah, I see that. Um, there was this great spot that the, uh, that was gift. Um. <laughs> um, like the domino spot, where they all hype them up. I don't know what's the what's the move. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. So. Serious move right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I like check... it was awesome. Yeah, it's just like a triple move, and they all in a row and doing like oh yeah, the Kami, yeah. Kamiyamiha spot thingy, and then it dominoed back and um. And Ho Ho had to forcefully leave the ring. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. thought that now, was the now best that part. you say that I remember it. Yeah, but I've uh, in the end I thought uh, the, those Kobe Sambo shows were nothing special. Yeah. Um. Anyways, guys, thanks for having me. You do you. Have yeah. fun. Is it do it justice name? in the next <laughs> two hours or however long you're going to talk. Yeah. Thank you for the surprise run-in. <laughs> it definitely did not throw me off. 
massively. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It, it was nice to talk to you. Yes. Uh, hope you enjoy your, the rest of your Sunday. Thank you. And uh, happy belated birthday, Dil. Ah, thank you so much. Belated. That was the word I was li- looking for earlier. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're it welcome. Was, uh, yeah, it was two two days ago, and we we mentioned this earlier. But uh, thank you, Yannick. I really appreciate it. Like, yeah, you guys are like my brothers from uh, another country right now. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. I got nothing, nothing but love for you and, and all the listeners, of course, as well. So, uh, shout shout out to you, Yannick. Uh, thank you for making the time because, like I said, I know you actually are doing stuff. Uh, it's not just you know nonsense. So thank you for coming on, giving the listeners what they need. They need all three of us. They need the dragons. They need the dream, but they also need the dramatic. And you, we've yeah. brought it to them once again. Their listeners thought they would only get dream dragons today, but they got dramatic dream dragons today. Yes. <laughs> but it, it was fun talking with you. See you. See ya. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. Yannick uh, threw me so off, <laughs> but I I am recovered. So yeah, th- thankfully any, for that. Any final thoughts on the uh, Keiji Muto retirement show? Yes, I I do have some thoughts uh, actually because we were talking about it uh, before an unexpected run in there. And yeah, that, that was that was a shoot, people. This isn't something. That, that was a shoot run in. I was. So confused. <laughs> yes, because uh, he he was sitting there in the chat. I did. I guess you didn't notice him. I was just thinking, no. like, uh, are we just gonna pretend he's not there <laughs> now? Uh, there, are you trying to edge people out? Oh, I so had my something? notes up on the second screen. Oh I yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but now that we're done with that, I will say this. Uh, thank you, Yannick, for coming in. First of all, we always appreciate uh, you. We love you, and uh, hopefully, all the, the fans enjoyed that as well. But now yeah. the the dome show, you know, like you said, like seeing Zebrats on the show, and I think they did what DDT didn't do by putting Shun in their match, <laughs> like you know yeah. their, their standout match, which I think was a very smart move overall. And obviously them, uh, Shun, Kai, and Diamante are a great trio. A good reward for Diamante because again. Obviously, they lost the titles, and we talked about that show a little bit. We pretty much said all we needed to, actually, when Yannick was here for yeah. that. Um, you know, but them as a team with Ishin was very good and interesting and, and all of that stuff. But Diamante is more of a veteran and has done a lot. And this, kind of, this feels like, hey, a bone is getting thrown to this guy who's been loyal to the company. And now he gets this dome spot. So I think that's really cool. The Noah team... I think that the thing is, there are situations where I think Ninja Mac would have a, like an amazing sequence in in this kind of match with. Yeah. I don't think that person is necessarily on this Zebrats team. To, to be honest, that you he, he has already faced Shun and Diamante. He did last year. Uh, he, and, him and Dragon Kid faced Shun and Diamante last year. Yeah, and there'll be good basis for him. But yeah. they, you know, I guess I'm, I would. That match was not good, by the way. Don't go back and, and watch that. <laughs> and, and and I would have to me in a six man yeah. tag like this, I would rather have a guy on the other end that's going to do spectacular crap with with Ninja Mac because that's that's all he has yeah. really. Like Ninja Mac is he's a spectacular athlete, like flips and and all that stuff. He could do all that gr- cool stuff, but uh, you know, I I like this other team is more like. They're bigger guys, you know, like Diamante, yeah. Kai, and Shun. There's not a, a guy that's going to be able to match Ninja Mac. And like you said, their chemistry in the first match was not great by any means. 
Um, yeah. Dr. Wagner Jr., he's currently the champion in NOAA, the national champion. Do, which is do, you, like the, do you yeah. think the disciple of, uh, or the trainee of uh, Keiji Muto picks up a win and challenges for the national title? Kai uh, versus uh, Dr. Yeah, Wagner you, Jr.? Yeah, you know, uh, Dr. Wagner Jr., you know, like I said, he is the national champion. That would be super yeah. cool if they did that because that's that to me is a better use of this relationship than a lot of what they've done so far, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Because I don't think this Noah relationship, per Los Peros coming into Dragon Gate, I don't think that really helped out DG that much, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, so, okay. uh, especially not us, our fandom as well. I don't think it, it helped that at, at all. But I think Kai, in a situation like that, could definitely deliver. He's a guy that has experience in all Japan, being in the Champion Carnival, Triple Crown titles. So you have that to hang into. Uh, I would love if that happened. Uh, you know, my guess is... And it's interesting, too, because normally... So let's say... Uh, EO Dr. Wagner Jr. is the national champion, but actually Shun is a champion in Dragon Gate. Yeah. So that's not like, oh, well, we have to protect the champion because both sides has the champion. Uh, I think my guess is that Ninja Mac eats the fall here. And if they want to spin a match out of that uh, for uh, Kai or, or Shun or Diamante, I would love that. I think they would all be very good challengers for Dr. Wagner Jr. Uh, for national champion. And Marfucci, he's a legend. Just being in a match with him is very cool. But he's not a guy that I really look for in terms of like yeah. in ring stuff these days. He's just a, a cool name, a legend. He was one of my favorites, you know, uh, 16 years ago, uh, you know, and everything. But uh, right now, I don't think that he's a guy that I really go crazy over in the ring. I think he's a great name, and this will yeah. be a fun match. But most importantly, it's cool for the wrestlers of DG. Yeah, and uh, if you have not looked at the full card of the show, it's crazy. We don't have the time to talk about all of it because it's crazy. Um, but this this uh, show will be in the Tokyo Dome. Uh, it will be streamed on the Wrestle Universe pay per view. Uh, it's a pay per view, uh, but yeah, uh, on the twenty first of February next. So next month, in twenty something days. You know, one thing I will say before we get out of here, this is, again, a shout-out to Watch Teej for this, but they also get a show on this, or a match yeah. on the show with Tokyo Joshi Pro. Um, what do you think of that match, the, the eight-woman tag for Tokyo Joshi I, Pro? I, know I love it. Stuff. I yeah. love it. It's uh, the past-gen of uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro versus the hopefully next-gen. Uh, I think it's cool. Uh, it's tag partners. Some of them are tag partners. Going All against. of them except for Shoko and Yuki. They they yeah. swapped out Hyper Missile for, for Yuki Rai because they wanted Arai on the show. Yeah, of course they want Arai on yeah. the show. She's the most popular on the roster. But um, I think uh, that should be a good showcase of uh, like the future and the current of the of that roster. Because we all know that Miyu Watanabe uh, uh, is going to be a big star in the future. Yuki Rai is already a big star in the future. <laughs> like, they will push her to the moon. She just needs to be better in ring. Uh, I just got a lot of Yuki Rai hates. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, <laughs> she's she's popular because of her idol background. Yeah, right? so, yeah. yeah it's, it's, I'm it's I'm I'm ducking I'm ducking down from the fans of hers because they they can be <laughs> extreme. But uh, and they have the hopefully future. Uh, Princess of Princess Champion Misuke. So, I think that match should be fun. 
And yeah, I just wanted to bring that I, up. That's a that's an unofficial part of the the DDT universe in the past yeah. before it became Wrestle Universe. And that's also another great showcase of the roster. And I'm just like with the TDT people, I am really happy for them because they like not that long ago they were like under ten years ago or whatever they were wrestling on mats. So like it's crazy development. <laughs> Yeah, Tokyo Joshi Pro. That's the the great thing about them, and that, I, I love the idea of the show they they're doing with the well, which will probably have already happened by the time this airs. But the the return to the the old style, like the original style with the mats that they're yeah. doing. Uh, I forget what day that was on. Yeah, I think what? that's actually tomorrow. But uh, oh, yeah, maybe. It, 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 yeah, so uh, or may, maybe today, maybe yesterday. It depends on when you listen to this. Yeah, so, but it, it's definitely happening. I I know that. Yeah. But uh, I think that's like a super cool deal for them, and uh, you know DDT. I mean, they started out way, way longer ago, yeah. in, in, like in, in the the small part. But yeah, now getting Tokyo Dome spots. Uh, only problem with that, like I said, I, I we you know I, we didn't talk about this match that much, right? But other you know it's a good match. I wish that they had had the champion on, but uh, with Hino, I guess that the, <laughs> you know I, I guess I can see why. Yeah. But you know it's it should be fun. Uh, Masada, I hope gets a big spotlight. He to me is the the diamond of the young guys uh, in, in this match. Although I like all of them well enough. Uh, you know, hey, Koroku is actually a really great worker. Okatani, uh, he's been around the longest. Seems like he can move up. Kojima will fit in. You know, he always fits in good with comedic style and also good wrestling too. So good match. We'll showcase DDT. Love the card. And uh, glad we got to bring it up on the show as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, something else that is not being hosted by any of our companies, but our companies will probably take part of it. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi, the mad lad from <laughs> New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling has announced that they, they will do a all-junior, all-star junior festival in Corrigan Hall on March 1st. And this will include a lot of companies in Japan. Uh, so it will be juniors from all over the uh, Japan, and Dragon Gate and DDT are part of that. And I think this show in Corken Hall will be. I hope it's it will be a good way to showcase the talents of both Dragon Gate and DDT. And so many companies. And so many companies. <laughs> the, like the whole list is crazy. Like you need to go on the New Japan uh, uh, website to find the whole list because I can't like say everyone. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> yeah, so there are a ton of different names on the on the list. Uh, tons of promotions and things like that. Um, you know, and it, it's like big ones too, like whether it's New Japan, All Japan Noah, it goes down to your Michinoku Pro, you know, yeah. you know and even stuff like uh, CMLL, they announced too, which I, I mean, I'm guessing is Teton, to, to be honest, but yeah. uh, you know, you, you, you never know. Uh, they even go down to Secret Base, which is uh, a longtime favorite uh, company that nobody's probably ever seen before. Uh, but uh, good stuff there. You got Freedoms with the death matches. You got JTO. Um, Pancrase mission too. I, Again, I think that's going to be Hikaru Sato. Uh, but yeah. you know, who who knows? But the point is, in terms of DG and DDT, 
I think that they have to be considered. The great thing about them compared to maybe even the bigger companies like your New Japan, Noah, All Japan, whatever, DG and DDT are junior companies. You know, like their yeah. their meat and potatoes As, is junior heavyweights. Yeah, especially uh, especially Dragon Gate. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you, Dragon Gates, I feel, is going to get a big spotlight on this show, especially. I think DDT will have a role, uh, but I do think Dragon Gate will be a, a much more junior based as a junior based yeah. company. Although they've they've gotten a little bit more varied as time has gone along as well. I, I will give them that, but still, they're they're. When you think of Dragon Gate, you think of junior heavyweight wrestling. That's still true yeah. to this day. So uh, I do expect them to get a big role. DDT will probably have a big role as well. Uh, I can see that. I honestly, I mean, I don't know if this is who we want to see but in, in there. Maybe some people do. Especially, I know some of the people listened to last week. Uh, I I don't want to say if you loved it or you hated it, but I had a, a lot of thoughts on one Daisuke Sasaki. Uh, on last week's show, <laughs> and I I could see him honestly being the guy like he's, out of DDT because he has yeah. <laughs> he's gonna face Desperado. Exactly, like, that's exactly, yeah. what, exactly what I was thinking. Like he has these connections to these guys in New Japan, so yeah. I could easily see him being the the DDT guy. I and it makes me sad that Daisuke Sasaki might face Desperado because I want a Desperado versus Casey. That's a match I really want. But uh, I would rather Desperado face Eta because they have uh, the that, similar moves. That's also a cool one. Um, but uh, this, there's no announced card for this show yet. <laughs> so we would just be throwing out some dream matches. Because I want to throw out some dream matches for this show. Okay, well, hit me with your dream matches, Andre. I, I want to hear what you've got to say. So, I well, I, I'll say my f- first one. First... Um, I, well, I already said uh, <laughs> Casey versus Despi, but I I really want to see uh, Dragon Dial and Dragon Kid versus a some variation of Taiji Ishimori and another Noah uh, wrestler, uh, uh, Junior Heavyweight. It could be with Kanemaru, it could be with... Uh, Harada, like anyone that can work that style with uh, Taiji Shimori past and like with versus Dragon Kid and Dragon Dial. That is a match I really want. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I mean, yeah, Ishimori would be great. I think it would have to be a New Japan guy at this point because I know there's, yeah. there's, there might be some lingering heat with Ishimori and uh, Noah because of how he left. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but you've got the Kanemaru still there in, in New Japan as well. Yeah. Um, I just want yeah. Kanemaru to deal with someone that is really fast. And because I think that's going to be really fun to watch. And that would be a fun match. Like, you know, if it was, uh, and, you know, the, the Dragons taking on Ishimori and Kanemaru, I, I think yeah. you could get a lot of fun stuff out of that. I want to see, uh, like, uh, you know, when it comes to matches or shows like this, you could look at different guys. And the great thing is that there's so many companies and we were speculating like, man, how are they going to fit all these companies on there? Yeah. And I want to see a 100 person battle Royal here. <laughs> I want, I want all of the companies represented um, and, and everything like that. That That's my dream match. So we can get everybody possible on. 
And um, for Ishimori, I'd love to see a reunion of the Sailor Boys. Bring in the Brahmins and have Ishimori do Sailor Boy stuff with him. Oh, no, and, don't bring in the Brahmins on this show. Come on. <laughs> well, they'll probably be there since Michinoku Pro is yeah. represented. So hey, if we're going to use them. Uh, like that's that's who we need to see. Do do some old, let him do the superstar elbow. He hasn't. He, I don't think he's ever done that in New Japan or even Noah. It hasn't happened in a long time. <laughs> anyway, yeah. bring back the old style uh, superstar elbow there. But for a real dream match, I think that there's so many possibilities. Again, yeah. but I really am hopeful that they put Hikaru Sato because I think Pancrase Mission will put him in there. Uh, I really hope they put him in with a great technical wrestler. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of guys like that. Uh, someone like even a DDT, because he has a lot of, uh, like he has a big history in DDT. He was a former champion there. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see him face somebody like an Akito, like something like that. And just to give us a stylistic battle that you won't get in any other match. Because I think the, the junior style, you're going to get a lot of the crazy high flying and stuff. But I'd like yeah. to see some different styles, uh, some did technical see, wrestling. Did you see my pitch for Ikaru Sato? What I, is your want, pitch, I want Kushida versus Hikaru Sato. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, that would give them a spot, and that would be a, a good name ba- value battle, you know, so, yeah. so to speak. Uh, you know, uh, I do think that there will be more than one New Japan guy on this show. Oh, yeah. Uh, as well. Out of everybody, it's it's going to be on New Japan World, so, of course. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of New Japan, and maybe, you know, try to squeeze in these other names from where you get. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of tag matches as well. Yeah, uh, here, here, you know, like multi-man type type of matches, uh, that wouldn't really surprise me very much here, at all. Here is one I also uh, predicted or wished for. Uh, yeah. Wato, uh, some CMLL people, like Lucha, like all the all the Lucha people with Wato, like sure. three Lucha people with Wato versus the Kung Fu Masters, all four of them. Okay. Like I said, yeah, uh, Watto has a kung fu gimmick kind. Yeah, I, I just, I think that would be cool. <laughs> it's obvious, like, like when I talk to fans about Watto, like Japanese wrestling fans, it's obvious that not many of them watched him in, in CMLL. Yeah. Uh, because that was like a horrendous run that I'm sure he probably wishes he could forget. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, uh, but people talk about it like it's just, it's a thing. Like, you know, so I, I think that that's always very amusing to me because I remember when he was there and all of the Lucha people were talking about him and it was a very negative uh, aspect, but he's really grown. I mean, obviously his New Japan debut, I think really uh, could have been a little bit more exciting, so some would say, uh, yeah. but he's, he's, he's a guy that's really grown and look at him at the Dome on the New Japan show. He was a popular guy. I like watching. Yeah. Uh, he, he was one of my favorite uh uh, uh, young lion talents that they had, so hopefully they have something big planned for him. That would be fun uh, overall. I'd like to see. Oh, they, here's a guy that I hope they have something big planned for because I think he's a, he's a guy that wrestles multiple styles well. Uh, if they could d- fit in Doki with some of these guys, oh yeah, uh, I think he could wrestle like anybody from DDT or, or even Dragon Gate and have great matches with them. I'd like to see. Maybe some kind of mixed match, you know, where dra- a, they have a Dragon Gate guy and a DDT guy and maybe a third company, a New Japan guy. They all yeah. team with each other, and you can kind of mix and match people, get you know a bunch of different variety and different matches, you know. Like, have a have a, a Dragon Gate, a DDT, a Noah, an All Japan, and a New Japan guy 
face another team of those five companies. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and have a 10-man tag, and you could mix and match everybody. Like, a DG guy one team could wrestle a New Japan guy, then a Noah guy, and it, you, you go back and forth. And and I would want it to be, in that situation, action dudes. You know, like, again, high-flying guys yeah. that, that are high-speed, you know, this like, is a match that's going to take a ton of time, but have a lot of fun with it, you know? Like, Mao and Kaito Nagano has an ex- exchange. Yeah, that, like, perfect. Like, Mao is, like, the perfect guy for that, for that style of match. Like, have... Yeah. Yeah, I would totally be down for something like that. How um, do you think they'll handle the champions on this show, too? Because I'm something like Mao and Shunma, they're the tag champions in DDT. Oh, hi. I'm, I am so interested in how they will handle anything of this. Like, there are so many companies in uh, at stake here. Like, like, of course, some of these companies will just be happy to be part of it. But, like, yeah, other companies like All Japan, Dragon Gate, NOAA, DDT... Maybe even Gleet will have their own agendas and own like people they want to get over, uh, and and uh, that's the thing is that like if you're like I I don't see like uh, Shun Skywalker losing in a match on this show like of no I don't think Dragon Gate would ever, ever allow that Minorita if he's still the Break Gate champion by this time I f- can see him take a fall. Like he he is not like a protected champion. Um, Casey and Big Boss will be back just in time for the show. I think. Mm-hmm. I a big Big Boss tweeted that he he was sad because he's too big for the show. But that is true. <laughs> he does not meet the measurements of a yeah. heavyweight. Yeah, but uh, Case K- I know that Casey is going to be at the, on the show because Hiromu has like tweeted at him, and Casey has been very active on this this thing on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I think this show should be fun. Like it's a lot. <laughs> it's going to go long, that's for sure, because there's going to be a lot of matches, and I would not rule out a hundred person battle royal. <laughs> Even if it doesn't happen, I think it'll be a great show. I will ask you one more question on this. Because I think since he is the main man behind it and he's the champion of the biggest company, we think that Hiromu will be in the main event in all yeah. likelihood. Who do you think is in his match? Because I think that's a big spotlight for whoever gets that, that spot. What if it's not a singles match? And I don't think it will be. What if it's a... Um... He challenges like he picks out. Uh, he picks out like three people from uh, the three biggest companies. Like he picks picks uh, one Noah wrestler, one Dragon Gate wrestler, and one like maybe uh, All Japan. No, DDT is kind of bigger when it comes to junior heavyweights. <laughs> yeah, and and they go at it in the in a like four way. In the main event, I can see that, that. That would be unique. I mean, that Japan's not really known for that style, but it's not impossible. They've done it before in New Japan for sure. They just yeah. they just did it at the dome. So yeah. if they wanted to redo that, and like, hey, I wanted the dome. Hi- yeah. Hiromu is great in those matches. So like, Hiromu is great all the time. So yeah. I, I I will certainly be down with that. I mean, like I said, you know, you can put him in, in any situation. You know, like whatever Noah guy they've had. Um, he wrestled like O'Hara the last show, and he uh, like did did his best there. 
you know, you can put him against anybody, like any any company, yeah. whether it's, you know, and I, I think that he'll be good. I wouldn't be surprised if they, they, they tried to spread the wealth in the main event, you know what I'm saying? Like, give yeah. everybody a... Well, do you think that... How about this idea? A, sh, a, a match with all the champions, like, on a team. Like, Hiromu leading a team of champions against each other in the main event. Like, Hiromu, Shun, uh... Who who's the champion of Noah right now? Oh, I'm I'm that would be a, yeah. yeah yeah I could totally see that because they're having the match on the Muda show yeah. so uh, those three uh, and Atsuki Aoyagi as a four man team and they take on four guys from different companies in the main event I, yeah I could see that yeah and that gives all I the def- champions like I a definitely spot. hope Atsuki Aoyagi has a good spot on this show because he's a great I love him like oh he. I'm- I love that he they are building the engine division in North Japan around him. Yes, uh, and I, I totally agree with that. I think Amakusa is like one of the best wrestlers this year, in my opinion. Yeah, in Noah, I I absolutely love what he's doing. Uh, you know, Atsuki's a great wrestler. Shun, we uh, we uh, love his character work. Him and Hiromu interacting on the same team would be amazing. Him, uh, you know, being this crazy guy on the team, I think would be a lot of fun. I could totally see that. Those four versus four guys. Uh, on each side, you know, you, yeah, I can get behind that. I can get behind that also. Um, one more thing bef- about the show before we move on. Yeah. There is a big, big elephant in the room here Dragon Gate and Gleet on the same show. Um, I, I have high, I have big doubts that they will go against, like, it, it will be a Dragon Gate wrestler versus a Gleet wrestler because I think there's. Too much bad blood there. Um, Who will Ishida face for Dragon Gate? Yeah, I champion. I don't see Kaito Ishida fa- facing a Dragon Gate wrestler <laughs> at all. No, no. Uh, you know, and I I agree with that. Uh, you know, so it's uh, I know, but I th- I put a Kaito Ishida match that I kind of want versus Yuki Ueno. That that would be awesome. But that's maybe too high <laughs> for Glee. Well, just uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Ueno definitely. He like if they if they don't pick Sasaki or they do and they get another representative, I hope Ueno's one of them because yeah. I think he would do spectacular work. I yeah, think it, Ueno, Mao, um, and like maybe uh, uh, they're the the juniors. Uh, the rookie juniors. I would uh, take Shunma over Mao if it were up to me, but uh, it, it depends on yeah. it depends on the, uh, the like what what they've got. And, and that's a, what I was thinking of that plan earlier. I thought Shunma and Mao maybe could do different things that way. One of them will automatically win. You kind of protect them, but uh, you know, yeah. I, I think that Glee, Glee to Dragon Gate, uh, that's going to be an interesting thing. But there's always interesting political maneuvering and stuff that yeah. nobody really knows the full extent of. You, yeah. you know, I mean, we just saw Shingo on a Dragon Gate show not that long ago, uh, you know, so who's to say something hasn't happened where people have made up behind the scenes, or like Shingo and Shima, they teamed last year too, and everybody yeah. was shocked by it, but uh, in wrestling, these these issues can come and go, so I, I I don't think that there'll be anything, but I don't sense that, like, it's a, a you know, dra- people at Dragon Gate, like, we must burn down Gleet uh, or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, although that would be, that would be very funny. If, if uh, maybe Shun, that could be a promo he could cut in the, in the future. But uh, regardless, though, it should be interesting to see what they do. And the, just multi-promotional shows are always a lot of fun. So I think we're all looking forward to it. Yeah. 
I I think this is gonna be a ton of good like fun time. <laughs> it's gonna be in the middle of the Tag League tour for Dragon Gate. It will be in the middle of the build for Judgment for DDT. Uh, so we'll see who they will send over. Like I I don't see the whole roster going over. Definitely not for DDT. <laughs> but I. You see a lot of people in Dragon Gate going over, uh, and yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun show. And now we move all over to the actual show we're going to review here on today's show is the DDT Sweet Dreams 2023 in Cork and Hall. This was aired live on Wrestle Universe earlier this day, today, <laughs> this morning. Um, and it it was a fun show. Uh, we are gonna go match by match. As uh, this is, this is the way we do sh- show reviews when we do full show reviews. We haven't done it on the show yet because the two first weeks were pretty busy. But uh, yeah. So this was in Corgan Hall this morning. Uh, the attendance is has announced at uh, seven hundred and seventy seven. Which That's is right. A super low vacancy. I think they still had the. They we're in the last era of the restricted crowds, by the way. Uh, yeah. Where, yeah. We're we're gonna have full cheering and stuff uh, imminently. It's it's been said by multiple people. So, uh, look forward to that. Yeah. Um. So they started the show off with a no fee Royal Rumble, <laughs> and I think this was perfect because this show aired like in the morning in Japan. And on the other side of the world, in the States, the Royal Rumble, the actual, the WWE Royal Rumble was airing. And I think this Rumble was better. <laughs> I have not seen the Royal Rumble, but in my opinion, this show had Asuka, uh, a, someone cosplaying Asuka, doing the Genki Horiguchi rubber band spot to Sanchiro Takagi, while, great, while someone that cosplayed Great Okan held him up. Wow, Kento Kobashi, someone who cosplayed Kento Kobashi, of course, entered the ring. I don't Very think large Kento Kobashi he really let himself go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think the other Rumble had that many st- uh, Japanese stars in it. Come on, <laughs> and also this this Rumble, they it had a kid in it. <laughs> Did you see this? Calling back to the old days. Yeah, of, of of DDT here. Uh, so I don't know whose kid this was, but he came in and he started chopping uh, Fubinori Abe and Sanshiro Takagi. Uh, yeah. I I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Listen to some of these names here. I have I have the whole list of names we've got here. Nice. Right okay, so we had uh, obviously Fuminori, Fuminori Abe and Sanshiro Takagi. Now we have Mori Har- Haromi. Yeah. Sutin Kakuka, Honagi Takamoto, Tezuka Awesome Ichiro, Ariji Akinori, Shinya, Chisaku Inoue, Mother's Child, Mazakon Kid, here, Macho Gallows, Dope You <laughs> McIntyre, Dick Zlater, <laughs> with this Z, Thick and Hard, Con- Konkuro Ho- Hoshino, just as his name, Bravo, 
Kaijin Mukuro 696, Hin China, Big Bear, Crusher, Inoba, Ashuka, Tadaki Toronomi, Great Kokon, not Great Okan, Great Kokon, Kim Yochan, Tiger, Tiger Mask 5, self-proclaimed in parentheses, which I, I do love that, uh, Gundan Hitori, Fuck Takeda, Takuma Joshiba, Fat Kobashi. Oh, man, Fat Kobashi, I wouldn't remember that guy. <laughs> yeah, so I think we'll all remember, uh, we'll always have a special place for Fat Kobashi in our hearts, so... Yes, I mean, this had a little bit of everything, and so, somehow Fuminori Abe ended up winning with the uh, with a pinfall over uh, yeah. Nakagi as well. So. Betraying his tag team partner. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, the one that cosplayed Asuka was uh, Sakura Hirota, so shout out Wave one time. <laughs> oh, Sakura Hiro- Hirota is like the best ever. Like yeah. great legend. I, I I love her to death. Like I I will always love Sakura Hirota. And I always want her on every show. So yes, yeah, so shout out Wave, but more importantly, shout out to her because she's just yeah. an amazing, amazing performer. So Fuminori Abe won this, and that would play, come into play later on the show. Anyways, uh, the second pre-show match, a four-way tag match: Akito, uh, Akito, Antonio Honda. Uh, versus Yuki Ishida, Yu Kuruku, uh, versus Isasabox, uh, Kazuki Arata, and Toro Washi versus Damnation TA, Kanon, and MJ Paul. Uh, this match was fun. Nothing special. Like a, th- this is more more the usual like dark matches that I'm used to. Um, uh, Kanon uh, uh, won the match by tapping out uh, Atone Honda. But yeah, I thought this the the big highlight of this ma- this match was that the rookies started bullying Hirata. Like e- even the rookies are bullying Hirata now. Will not stand for this. He is one of the best guys. You cannot bully Hirata. He's a treasure, and we all love him. We should all love him. If you don't love him, what's wrong with you? I don't understand your way of thinking. I don't understand yeah. your way of life. If you yeah. do not like Kazuki Hirata. But, yeah, I liked... Uh, they, they, to me, the young guys were the highlight. Uh, Kuroku yeah. and Ishida as well. So, uh, I, de- I definitely enjoyed them. And uh, the worst team won, I, I would say. I, I don't have a lot of... Of course. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 Kanan, he's a guy I really wanted to like when he came to DDT. But I watched his tournament, and I watched him wrestle, and I watched him in this gimmick. And I just think, man, why can't we get more of these young guys instead, instead of I, him? Like, they're I more think... talented. Kanon... Kamal's big test would be uh, versus the Charisma Machine that is Naruki Doi um, yes. on the 18th next month uh, yes. for the Universal title. I I think if he doesn't like shine in that match, I think uh, like they need to go back to the like drawing board with him. <laughs> like maybe they just need to do that anyways because like he doesn't fit in Damnation TA in my opinion. No. He has never fit. Like, oh. he's way... He, I mean, Damnation PA doesn't fit at all. I, I'm so done with that whole group. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think... Um, I think Conan versus uh, Doi next month should be a good test of, to see, like, how Conan looks in singles. Like, for a title. But, like, not in the tournament. Uh, 
but yeah, I, I also, you know, I, I wish Akito would do a little bit more because uh, he's a talented guy. But, you know, a pre-show match for him. He, he's he's comfortable with it. You get your, you know, uh, Honda spot in the, in the middle of the match. You, you get to see a little bit of the young, that, young, young rookies. So you, you get a yeah. little bit in there. Speaking of the young rookies, we had uh, the opening match of the A block of the D Generations Cup tournament. Uh, so this tournament is a um, the, it it is a kind of rookie tournament, kind of, uh, where they will showcase the next generation of uh, D DDT. <laughs> um, so in the first match uh, on the show, the first official match uh, on the main card, Hideki Okutani versus Kasuma Sumi uh, in the A block of the D Generations Cup. I, first of all, before we move on, talk about this match, I want to say everyone, everyone should watch uh, Kasuma Sumi and Yu Kuruku versus Yu uh, Shimizu and uh, some other guy in Sportiva from a couple of weeks ago, uh, Tomiki Atano. So that match was in Sp- uh, Sportiva uh, Pro Wrestling, Sportiv- Sportiva's Entertainment or something. Uh, but that is free on YouTube. If you don't can't find it, send me a DM because this match is such a great highlight of Kasuma Sum, uh, Sumi and Yuya Kuruku's development as as wrestlers, and they go into this like no like gym dojo uh, show, and they have like a great dojo match, I guess that I think everyone should. Go and watch. <laughs> I think everybody should watch that show for Konaka Pale One, um, personally. <laughs> like uh, the, the the semi-main of that, but the other tag match on the show. Uh, yeah. But that that was a that was a good main event as well. Uh, Kuroko and Sumi. Um, let me tell you, this Sumi. Yeah. He he has a lot for him. Like I, I really yeah. like this guy a lot. I know he's still green and young and everything like that, but. He feels like he could be a guy that becomes a tier of high flyer that I don't know if they have on the roster currently. You know, I think Endo has could have been that guy, but he kind of transitioned to more of a, a main event, like heavyweight type of style as well, even though he still does a lot of cool high flying stuff too. Nothing against him. But I think Sumi could be the kind of innovator that you look at, he does stuff that other people can't do, or he does stuff in ways that other people can't do them. I really like what I saw out of him, not just in this match, but every time I see him, he's really yeah. starting to grow on me, and I, I I, really like this guy a lot. Overall, I was really impressed with Sumi, of, of the two here. Yeah. I, um, I think Sumi looked good, and I thought it was interesting to see Okatani working uh, on top, uh, because, like, no, like Ogatani normally is gonna is the uh, guy in, in eruption getting beat up. Like right. he he take he almost always takes the offense and almost always takes the pin. Uh, so it was interesting to see him kind of working more like dominantly and uh, like throwing him around. But again, Ogatani has the more more experience and. Uh, this I think is we're of course see a lot of that during this tournament because you made a great yeah. point that he's normally working under. But I think this tournament he's he's positioned as one of the favorites, you know, in, in all of his yeah. matches. So I think we're going to see that throughout the tournament. See how he does doing that. Yeah, and uh, this is a round robin tournament, I should say, and the winner of this tournament gets to go to America for their uh, show 
in the States. <laughs> so, um, lucky guy gets to dr- go to LA. Hollywood! Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I have predicted that uh, Hideki Okutani will win, but I can also see that Takeshi Masada will win. Uh, but anyways, uh, Hideki Okutani won this uh, A-block match, and uh, he worked very stiff uh, at, uh, when he worked on top. <laughs> uh, but he won it with a beautiful butterfly suplex. And then the next match, uh, Degeneration Cup B-block, um, Ke- uh, Keigo Nakamura, the returning Keigo Nakamura, versus Takeshi Masada. This... This was way better than the first match, in my opinion. Yeah. I and I, I thought this was a lot of great kick exchanges and such a good return for Ke- Keiko Nakamura. Um, and surprisingly, he picked up the shock upset when he rolled up Takeshi in, um, yeah, to finish. Yeah, you know, I, I Nakamura, he's been gone for a while, and now we see him back, and he gets to wrestle the best guy in the tournament, pretty much, with, with Masada. And, uh, it led to a pretty awesome match. These tournament matches, I agree with you that this was the better match, but yeah. I really enjoyed both of them, personally. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to really love this whole tournament. In all honesty, and seeing Nakamura match back, he definitely came out with something to prove. It felt like, and again, Masada is the guy out of out of all the young guys. He is the one that is going to be the biggest star, and he might just be the best wrestler out of everybody. The way things are, are going, but in the end, Nakamura getting a big win in his comeback, I have no problem with that because he, again, much like Okatani in the first match, has much more experience. Masada is still only a few months into his career, as great as he may already be. So. From that, from that circumstance, I wouldn't be surprised to see Masada maybe not do as great as maybe I would want, or, or yeah. we would think, but I do think talent-wise, he's uh, elevated his I, game to being one of the, the highlights of the whole company, in my opinion. But yeah, this was a really good match. De- definitely above the first. I, I like the first, personally, a lot, yeah. but I think this one was really good. Uh, like Legitimately, a match you definitely need to check out. And Nakamura, yeah. more upside than maybe kind of the forgotten man in DDT because he's been gone so yeah. long. But maybe he's got a little bit. He's got a little bit more. You know, we we need to apologize to him. We were not familiar <laughs> with his game enough. Some people yeah, weren't. He, I thought he was very fun in this match, and he he matched up on the kick exchanges with Takeshi Masada, who is already a great kicker. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think the, my predicted tournament final. Uh, I'll say it now, I haven't said it on this podcast yet, is uh, Ogatani uh, winning A-block and Takeshi Masada winning B-block, and that's the final in my predicted uh, final. Yeah, I think that Ogatani's definitely winning uh, A-block, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think Masada will win B-block, although I, I kind of hope he does, <laughs> to, to, to be honest. Um, yeah. Do you have the whole both blocks? Oh, I, I have both blocks open. So, okay. in A block, it's Hideki Okutani, uh, Yu Kuruku, Illusion, and Kazuma Sume. Yep. And in B block, it's Keigo uh, Nakamura, Toi Kojima, Yuki Ishida, and Takeshi Masara. Yeah. 
I could see Nakamura winning uh, just based on experience. To be honest, he's already got the win over Masada, so yeah. Masada would have to win the other two and need Nakamura to lose the other two, which I don't think is going to happen. I, I think I think Nakamura and Okatani will be the finalist, and Okatani will win and, and get to go to America. Yeah. And that's great because I think the American crowd will love Okatani. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's the one. He, Masada may get a, a win here, and I would love it. Like I said, I, I love him as a wrestler, but Okatani, I think, is clearly the one I pegged to to win the tournament. And like you said, I think he's going to get really big pops in America, get a good run, he, good experience, and have some fun maybe too. And he also deserves to finally get a win, <laughs> a big win. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. He's the one that's the most deserving in terms of his his experience, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Okay. And uh, then on to the normal matches, um, or like no no longer tournament matches. Uh, six man tag: uh, thirty seven Kamina, Toy uh, Kojima, and Yuki Ueno team up with Shinya Oyeoki versus Ikaru Mashina. I hope I said that right. Tano Tano Masaka to- Toba and Yuki Sakaguchi. Um, I. This six-man tag, I have no notes on because I was talking with a friend of mine during this match. Oh my god. No I, respect. I, I noticed that Yukio had black hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, well, no respect to Tanopsak Toba. Um, Toba, oh. this guy here, you gotta understand, he's like uh, an, an OG... DDT guy, like from twenty plus years ago, like yeah. like the DDT guy. Yeah, I'm uh, being exposed right now because I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had this famous team with this other guy who was the like DDT main eventer back then, Mikami. They were called like Suicide. Boys. Oh, Mikami. Yeah, yeah. I actually learned about. Okay, this is gonna be somewhat of a tangent, but I actually learned about Mikami recently because he has been showing up on the seedling shows, and yes. I I was like. Who who is this Mikami guy? And then I looked him up and found out that he's actually a former KOD Openweight champion. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Toba was like one of the main guys back then, like like in the dark days of yeah. DDD, like very dark, like before even Kodobushi was a rookie. Uh, the, these guys were around, so I thought it was personally cool to to see him here. But uh, and team with Yukio Sakaguchi, like uh, um, you know. Again, it's not a match I'm saying you you really missed a lot on or anything like that, but it was fun to watch. I think that uh, Aoki, he's a guy that I always say when it comes to DDT, just for my taste personally, again, I know some people, especially listening to this, they like DDT for the fun stuff and the crazy stuff. And I think Aoki, he's a guy that I'd love to see do more in terms of like straight wrestling. You know, yeah. and him and Sakaguchi have good chemistry together too, even comedically. Uh, they're both willing to not just have great wrestling, but also do a lot of comedic stuff as well. So, uh, you know. Speaking of Shinoyoki, I kind of forgot about him as a possibility for the Junior Festival. I think That's... he's definitely going to be able to Junior Festival. Oh, that would be great to have a big name like him on. And also, he yeah. did the the Gleet uh, UWF tournament as well. He's one of yeah. the eight members of that. So, he's doing some great things. But uh, put some respect on Toba's name. Is, is all I have to say after after this. Yeah, I'll I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs> the next match: uh, Naruki Doi, Yunakiyama, and Soma Takao versus uh, I nicknamed this this team the Tall Boys: Harashima, Chris Brooks, and Yuki Unaya. <laughs> I thought this was a fun six man tag. Um, 
that just uh, kept like go the show going, like not nothing like must watch, just like the previous two match, like previous match, but a still fun match to showcase the talents on a random Corgan. <laughs> and Soma Takao is there. Like I, I love that Soma Takao is more and more on DDT this year. He seems to be in the midst of working his way back, right? Yeah, from Gambare, by the way. People, <laughs> if if this was your first, the first time you watched Shomuto Kao, uh, he has been on Gambare. He is actually a DDT guy. <laughs> yes. So first of all, I have to challenge. I object to your name of the Tall Boys, because <laughs> as we know, when it comes to the the days. Of the Japanese faction names, yeah, we we have just four guys. We have good-looking guys, so these are the tall guys. Now they're <laughs> not the boys; they're the guys. TTG, baby. That's yeah, why, that's what okay. we're calling this team right here. Hiroshima, Brooks, and Naya. Give it up for them. But uh, yeah, you know, Soma to me, he's a guy. Before he went to Ganbari, I was thinking, man, this guy's so. Like bland <laughs> and, yeah. and, and boring, but then I see him in Gambare. For some reason, he really steps his game up. And then when he comes to DDT, I haven't been in love with a lot of his performances since he's even come back to DDT, even after become a fan of his. But in this match, I think somebody that's always great to work with, no matter who you are, is Hiroshima. Like this guy yeah. always brings the best out of everybody. He had great chemistry, especially with Soma. I thought here. And I thought that, you know, overall, like you said, this isn't a match that you have to rush out to see, but everybody put in a professional performance, and Hiroshima and Soma together I thought were good, and that's how, who it came down to in the end. I thought they did a good job having this mid-card match be yeah. pretty fun, be worthwhile, and give Hiroshima a win. We need more Hiroshima wins in 2023. Yeah, so, uh, so Soma uh, took the pin uh, when Hiroshima hit him with Somato, with the running Somato. Uh, he's finished. Uh, I thought it was special that uh, the Universal Champion Nariki Doi was almost invisible in this match. <laughs> like, at, I, during the entrance, I noticed him. And then I kind of forgot about him. Even though the crowd were chanting Doi-chan. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't his best work, I would, yeah. I would say, in this match. But, but, hey, but yeah, like, like Naruk, this was Nariki Doi's, like... 15th Cork and Hall match this year, so yeah. like I'll forgive him. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he has been working a lot of random Cork uh, and Hall shows, both for Old Japan DDT and uh, uh, Dragon Gate. <laughs> we we need him to deliver versus Kanan, and then we'll, all will be forgiven. Yeah, uh, and speaking of, I that's another name I forgot about uh, 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 Junior Festival. Naruki Doi. I, I definitely see Naruki Doi being on that show. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he's an obviously key piece now uh, as, a, as a freelancer. Like, I think he'll be definitely, you could put him anywhere on that show. Also, kind of uh, Dragon Gate related, kind of, since we're talking about Doi. Do you think he's challenging uh, the winner of uh, Kotaro Suzuki and Atsuki Aoyagi in All Japan? Oh, I think that would be interesting, and I definitely do think that's going to happen. I think that he might actually win the title as well over Aoyagi, uh, just because that's that kind of... That would be crazy. <laughs> well, the problem is that he's 
he's in a faction in all Japan now with, with, with Minoru, Minoru Suzuki and Hokuto Mori. So it's like he's clearly in the plans for what they're going to do in the future. And there's just only so many former junior champions that Aoyagi could beat at yeah. the end of the day. Uh, so he's beaten and a lot of the big ones. So maybe has never held the uh, All Japan uh, junior title because he's never been in All Japan before this year, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Like It's a very much an insular company in, in yeah. Dragon Gate. But uh, yeah, I could, I could see him being the champion there before long. Either he will defend them or they might, they might stretch it out for another time or two, maybe have another old guy come in to, to put over... Yeah. I, don't, I don't have anybody off the top all, of my all head. Japan, all Japan likes to give the, the junior title to random freelancers. And yeah, that's happened like a bunch of times. Yeah, that's actually. happened a bunch of times. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you, 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 hey, Susumu was All Japan Junior Champion uh, yeah. not that long ago, a couple of years ago. You had uh, super Suzuki. crazy. <laughs> yeah, super crazy. That was the worst of of everyone. <laughs> I would say uh, Tajiri, Sugi, mm -hmm. uh, Doi. Hopefully, does better than these guys yeah. <laughs> if, they, if, if they do do that. But I can see them stretching it out. But I do think Doi eventually will have either the junior title or the All Asia titles with Omori. Uh, yeah. I, I can definitely see that in the future. I, th I think he's got some big plans there because he's already in the faction with Minoru Suzuki, who is a yeah. name. And I also think that Noriko Doi, since he's the universal, universal champion, is not done in DDT either. I don't think this uh, universal title reign will be a transitional one to Kanon. Uh, it could no. be. It could be. But I don't think so at all. Um, and, I still uh, think you have the upside in DDT of him being a title challenger. Like, yeah. uh, you know, like a, a KOD title challenger. I think until they hit that note, I'm not going to write it off, pretty much. Or he leaves, because, like, look, like, he's popular. Like, that's the thing. He's a name. He's a guy that people like. Uh, he's a veteran. He has a lot of old fans. Like, yeah. I think he's a guy that you, if you're going to bring him in, if you're going to make the effort to bring this guy in, you're not going to bring him in to be an also-ran. Like, you want to put him in spots where you can get the most out of him, in, in my opinion, whether it's uh, DDT or All Japan. Yeah. Yeah, I am looking forward to to everything Doi does this year because I think he's really interesting. Uh, yeah, I agree. Doing this freelance stuff. Also, Yamadoi. Yeah, I, me and okay. So this is kind of a spoiler for uh, next week's episode. But next week's episode, I will be with Amy Hay, and we will be talking about uh, the. We will preview uh, the Reyes de Perez uh, tag league, and Doi is part of that. Yamadoi. So, we'll see. Oh, baby. Like I yeah. said, I, 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 I'm very excited for that. So, and then in the next match, uh, KOD six-man tag titles. Uh, Tetsuya Endo, Kotaro Suzuki, and Yusuke Okada burning. Uh, defending against Pheromones, Yuki, Sexy Ino, Danzuki Dandi, Diano, and uh, Koi, uh, Shining Ball Takeda. I am so tired. <laughs> Of this, this gimmick. <laughs> I'm so tired of pheromones. <laughs> this is one of those where, you know, this is where I, where I really have to question. You know, I, I think I even said this on the the Eastern Larry episode. You know, I really question them. Am, am I the right person for this DDT show? When I when when I when I see this when I see this match on here, because. Look, here's the deal. There are some people who like DDT because it's a great wrestling. You know, they yeah. like the wrestlers. 
And then there's some people who like DDT because they like seeing men's asses. Yeah. And that's a big part of DDT. And I'm yeah. not disparaging these people. I'm not even saying I completely object to it in the right context. During a wrestling show in DDT, I question if that's the right place. That's just me. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying, is it the right time to see men's asses in your life? Is it the right time to see anybody's ass in your life? I don't know. I can't answer these questions. I'm not the judge of the world, Sandre. So we have to bring up that point. What do you like in your wrestling? Do you like wrestling or do you like asses? That's going to really be on the line in this match, I would say. I... Yeah. I... I'm done. I'm done with pheromones. They're they're all so they're so played out. I've seen every spot they do a million times now because I am the sucker that actually watches these DDT shows in like full. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, I this this was not good. Uh, of course, it wasn't because it's the pheromones. Like, I think Koi Takeda. Uh, Toy Takeda's uh, talents are wasted in this unit, and the same can be said for Yuki Eno. Like, hey, Dino, Dino has always done this. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, Koji Takeda, you know, he's a guy that was an indie guy for a long time, but yeah. what I'm hearing, hearing from you right now is on a scale of 1 to 10, you want no asses in your wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I've seen enough. Twenty twenty two was my last year of the of wanting to see it. Now I'm just done. Okay. Well, this the finish of this match was Endo doing the shooting star press on Dino after Kotaro Suzuki woke Tetsuya Endo up by kissing him because uh, Tetsuya Endo was put under a spell by the pheromones. And was allying with them for some time until Kotaro kissed him. <laughs> and yeah, don't know how to follow up on that. I mean, you explained what happened. How did how did the pheromones get magic to where they could do this kind of thing? Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because that, that maybe I maybe it's because I didn't watch enough of their matches to understand, but. That's a part of the story. I I don't think I've fully grasped they, yet. You know, they know booked they booked them to have superpowers. <laughs> I guess the power of uh, pheromones. Okay, I see where you're. Either way, you're... either way, burning. Luckily, luckily, burning ret- retained, and Yusuke Okada is still the champion. So that's good. And, so um, that's what I like. That's what I like here in Sandra. I need the more positive mindset right now from you. And so next, uh, they they got challenged by. So this on paper, on paper, the the next challengers look like the most random fire pro team ever. So the next challengers are Super Salsa Dango Machine, Shinya Yaoki, and Yuki Ueno. Okay, so on paper they look. Random, totally random. But Dylan, I'm gonna explain to you because Number Reacts, a good friend of mine, okay. told me why this team is a thing, and the logic makes sense. So Shinya Aoki is the master of martial arts. Yuki Ueno is the master of acrobatics, and Sasu Dango Machine, well, he's the master of PowerPoint presentations. So. They really are the perfect balanced team. 
you know, first of all, you'll never catch me arguing with uh, Namba Reacts. You know, I'm not going to yeah. just do that. You know, like we we don't argue with 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 them on the, on here, okay? Yeah. But because I I trust Namba Reacts, I trust them with my life, and yeah. I trust them with wrestling logic. So I am going to say this. I wish that I could have the phone number of Super Sasadaka Machine because I need I need some help with PowerPoint presentations myself. And if he is the master of PowerPoint presentations, I think that would be put to the test by helping me along. Yeah. Uh, the other ones, <laughs> I I know martial arts and, and I'm somewhat athletic, uh, so I I could do or acrobatic, I guess you could say. So I think that that I think I'm covered in those areas, but the PowerPoint is my one skill that I personally am lacking because I really think when you measure these three up, those three things you just mentioned, Sandre, are the basis, the pillars of human life on this planet. Yeah. And if we have all three of those strategies combined as a person, as a human being, we become unstoppable immortals. That's a rumor I've heard anyway. So yeah. we have to see if that's true or not. Yeah, I. I, it will be fun to see burning versus uh, PowerPoint martial acrobatics. Uh, I look forward to it myself. <laughs> yeah, I think that match is going to be fun. They did not set a date for it, though, but uh, that should be fun. Uh, they did set a date for Yuki Ueno facing somebody in a singles match, though. Yeah, they did. We can say that. Uh, they, on the Judgment Show on the 21st of March, I think. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, they will have Yuki Ueno facing the debuting Samurai Del Sol, uh, or in WWE, he was called Callisto. Uh, so, yeah, he's debuting versus uh, Yuki Ueno on that uh, Judgment five hour Cork and Hall show. That's going to be fun. I think it's the perfect guy they, they picked. For uh, Summer of Soul to face, I only know him as Octagon Junior. Sorry, uh, the, the AAA follower right here. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which I, yeah, uh, which he nearly uh, got threatened by by the the original Octagon and attacked at a, an autograph signing once as well. So yeah, <laughs> very um, neutral. Yes. Uh, so Samurai Del Soul, he's a guy that. Uh, he's a great, like, high-flying dude. You know, like you said, this is going to be an exciting match uh, on there, like high-flying, spectacle, flip, flips, and all that stuff. Uh, Samurai's going to do that, and Ueno will definitely match him pace for pace. I think that's going to be a lot of fun, and, and seeing what uh, Del Sol can do in this in this arena, I know he's uh, he's had some ups and downs in, in WWE, and even he had a brief AEW run, which uh, I don't think went very well uh, for him, to be honest. Uh, just not just behind the scenes, not necessarily in the ring. Okay. Uh, but now he's in DDT, and uh, hopefully he can really restore himself because he was one of the top like indie names like a while, like a long time ago, seven eight years ago. Uh, people were excited when he came to AAA. Got a got a new gimmick and stuff, and just everywhere he goes. I mean, WWE worked out. Well enough, like I mean, a former U.S. champion. Yeah. He had NXT tag team run, Lucha Dragons, and all that stuff. Like Wait, uh, you was know, the U.S. champion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he was. That's news like, to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. I, listen, listen. This is the U.S. He was a two-time U.S. champion. I'm looking it up right now. Wow, <laughs> that's yeah, news. See, yeah, see, so 
you know, he had a decent enough run, uh, especially for, you know, when you see him come in at that time, you're probably thinking, whoa, this guy at WWE probably has no shot. But he actually turned out a pretty decent little career. Uh, again, it wasn't like anything you'll become a legend off of, but two-time U.S. champion, NXT champion, you know, tag team deal, Lucha Dragons. Uh, I think he might have been around when they brought back the Cruiserweight title at first. I don't remember, to be honest with you. Uh, it says yeah. he was a Cruiserweight champion. I'm looking up right now, yeah. so... Uh, yeah, so he must have been around very early on in that. Only two weeks, though. So uh, not a prolific reign. And in fact, his first U.S. title reign was only one day. So it, it was not a prolific reign at all. His second one went for uh, over three, almost four months, actually. So uh, regardless, hopefully he does good things at DDT, can get his career up there. And Ueno, like you said, is like the perfect opponent for him. So I think that'll be a, a really good, interesting match on Judgment. Yeah. I I I think it's it should be a... a better debut than uh, what he did on the first show of the year where he just walked out and said, hey. <laughs> because that was, <laughs> <laughs> yes. that was so dumb. <laughs> like, uh, so the first time we saw Summer Dozo in DDT was uh, on the January 3rd show where he just came out and in full gear and said, I'm here to do Lucha. <laughs> Or something like that. I don't remember what he said, but something that was the gist of what he said. <laughs> anyways, I believe it. Anyways, uh, the next match uh, was the semi-final KOD tag team title match. Uh, Shin Mao making their first defense against Omega, uh, Makoto Uishi and Shihora Shihiri Ashahi. Uh, so Mao and Shinma Katsumoto made their first events, and it was successful. What did you think about this match? First of all, I want to correct myself. It actually was not Del Sol that got threatened uh, with a gun by the original Octagon. That was actually another Japanese luchador, uh, like a luchador that's come to Japan, Flamita, that was Octagon Jr. Ah. that happened. It was, not, it was not Samurai Del Sol. Uh, so I just wanted to double-check that and make sure, because there's been multiple Octagon Juniors. All of them have not been successful for, for, one, for one reason or another. But... This match, the tag match, as I said, I think we've talked about this before. I'm super hyped about Omega, like whenever they do stuff. They had the opportunity to make everyone triple champions here, but they, they cowardly backed away from that. But I really like Makoto Oishi. I think he's one of the more underrated or definitely best all-around DDT talents when it comes to wrestling and comedy. Uh, Shiori Asahi, he's a guy that I really liked back in the old days, uh, you know, when he was still much younger. But to see him in this bigger spotlight that he's going to get in, uh, you know, formerly K-Dojo, now it's 2AW, like, he's getting more of a spotlight here. I really thought that this match was a good match. I thought that Mao and Shuma worked together as a team. I think this kind of match is something they would specialize in. <laughs> Again, uh, if yeah. they if they face a team or do something in the junior festival we talked about, I like to see them do a lot of great things with guys like this that could really do a lot of good teamwork had a lot of great chemistry to each other a lot of good high flying stuff mal brought it uh big uh you know when it comes to the high flying stuff you know like i said historically i'm not a huge fan of mal but i think in this team i'm really they're growing on me i think they work perfectly together mal and shunma and i loved omega you know maybe i'm a little biased towards them so maybe yeah. i liked it a little bit better than some others but i thought this was like a recommendable match like well worth watching and a lot of fun i i thought this was good i <laughs> I felt it under-delivered a bit. Um, 
maybe because I liked the last defense so much and I thought this was going to be a... Like, I, I like the one where they won the titles much more than this uh, versus CDK. Uh, but I thought this match was, yeah, just like the CDK match, but I thought it was a bit slower but and had a bit more uh, of too long of a setup for ridiculous spots. But I thought uh, it, it was still a fun match. Um, I, I, I think, and I think... I was worried sometimes. I was worried that Shunma would lose, but I think it they went with the right decision of uh, Shunma winning. And uh, I think after they came home from Prestige, uh, because uh, Shunma, both Mao and Shunma, in, was in uh, on Prestige uh, wrestling in um, LA last weekend. And uh, I, from someone in in the crowd there that I am friends with, he said that Mao was crazy. <laughs> and so this is actually a funny story because he he is like he is only a Joshi fan, right? So he he needed an explanation of uh, what what Shun Mao is, and I I was like, okay, I I'm gonna explain it like this. So it's Shun Mao is the FWC of. Um, DDT, where Mao is the Hasuki, the work rate wrestler, and Sh- Shunma uh, is the Koguma that does like ridiculous spots and uh, comedy spots. And <laughs> and when uh, when all was said and done, he, uh, my friend was said that I I completely undersold Mao because Hasuki has never done a uh, inverted 450 splash from the springboard. After doing a Frankensteiner, which it was apparently something Mao did at that show, <laughs> and I thought that was just really funny. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, both of these guys, in terms of high flying, will will do more than a lot of them. Um, you know, they, they're great DDT workers. They're cha- they're chaotic, yeah. crazy. I wouldn't say they're great wrestlers. Like uh, like Akatsuki is a great all around wrestler. To, yeah, to yeah. be honest, uh, like these guys are great. Like cool guys like, yeah, like high Shun, flying dudes. they are the spot wrestlers yeah yeah and i think shun was probably a little bit more polished than mao actually like if anything like mao we've seen him have matches where things go off the rails a, a little bit but it's because he's uh you know he wants to try a lot of different things and at ddt this yeah. is the place where you can be creative and do crazy stuff and then when it hits you look like the greatest wrestler alive like probably on that uh, prestige show you were talking yeah, about they, they they both got over insanely much in on that procedure yeah which exactly is, so which is good because that is what we want for our wrestlers when they go over that to get the over but yeah if you, yeah and they're the, the perfect style like that will resonate with other people like because like, like, yeah. you don't need a ton of matches to get them or see that they're good wrestlers they do stuff that will pop you and like well will catch your eye right away they're eye-catching wrestlers so yeah uh, yeah no surprise there and I, I think this was a fun first challenge. I think Omega, uh, it, yeah, it, it, I still, I should probably rewatch this, but I felt it underdelivered a lot for me. But, okay, um, I mean, I, I, we, we, we swapped a little bit because I didn't think the title change was that great. Uh, to be honest, I thought this was a better match personally. Than, than that yeah. One. So, we, 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 you know, we'll, maybe we're just on a different wave <laughs> of this match, perhaps. Well, and then the next challenge for Shun Mao should be more in, uh, very interesting because 
the next challenge will be taking place in a strip club. Uh, because Sanshiro Takagi and Fubinori Abe, Bono Daishi Kao, I think their tag team name is, came out and challenged for the title after uh, Shunmao retained. After doing, By the way, I love Shunmao's uh, tag finisher. A blockbuster powerbomb combo. I, I think that needs a name because I think it's really cool. Uh, but they they hit, they hit that to win. Uh, I, but uh, this next match uh, th- that they are gonna defend the titles in are gonna be in a strip club in the Roppongi Bor- Borlesque Tokyo strip club or club, or maybe it's just a normal club. Someone said that it's a strip club. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, I think. They won't be in, be in the ring. Sanshiro Takagi and, uh, said that this is the only place they can face Shunmao to make it fair, I guess. And I think that match is going to be weird. But I'm really yeah. intrigued. <laughs> well, it's interesting because you were anti-S earlier. On the show, and then that well, seems like you, I, 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 I am. I have my big doubts that there are actually going to be strippers there. Maybe only for the entrance. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Uh, we will keep everyone updated. This is vital. This match is very vital to the DDT uh, universe here. So we, we have course. to keep our eyes peeled for it. We will definitely review this match <laughs> on this show <laughs> when it happens. <laughs> Uh, they have not set a date for when it happens. Oh, no, n- never mind. I just checked. It will be a false count anywhere held inside the Borsh- Borlesque uh, Tokyo Club in Roppongi on the 23rd of February. So, um, yeah. It sounds like a classy establishment when you say it like that. I... Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. It, it, it was someone from from that it, it lives in Tokyo that said it's a, a strip club, so I took them for their word. <laughs> uh, maybe they will re rearrange it. Anyways, <laughs> the next match, the main event of this show, KOD Openweight Taro match, Kazusara Iguchi makes his sixth defense. Versus Yuji Hino. And I think we. The dramatic Dream Dragons might be a curse to 6 uh, v6 reigns. Uh, because Ooh. Yuki Yoshioka lost his title in the v6 and we reviewed that match. And now Kazusara Iguchi lo- loses his title in the 6th defense. And we reviewed that match. I. I uh, I am afraid. <laughs> we, well, let, let's. <laughs> this let's podcast might uh, might might have started something bad for six, for people that want to go over six uh, wins. <laughs> let's bring it back for a second. I yeah. don't I don't foresee any kind of curse or bad feelings or bad vibes or anything like that. I just see that perhaps. Maybe, and I think this is kind of the negative sometimes of having me on, I think maybe one of us, probably me, has made enemies somewhere along the line. 
<laughs> and and they somehow have power in these companies. And they knew that I loved Yuki Yoshioka's reign. They knew that I liked uh, Kazusada Gucci's reign. And I think that this is a conspiracy to ruin my life. And we're just seeing the building blocks take off now. Two title reigns ended back-to-back with this show starting. You know, big opportunity, five-star network, big-time stuff, Scotty wrestling, you, Sandre, friends coming yeah. together, having fun. It was all positive. So now they had to knock me down a few pegs, and yeah. we'll see it again with Gucci's reign <laughs> the, coming to the, an end. The two best wrestlers of each, co- of each company we review uh, last year. Losing their titles when right after we start this show, I don't know. <laughs> we we might have started something bad. Uh, <laughs> I just say it's a conspiracy. I don't think there's yeah. us. I'm not taking any blame for this. I think it's a conspiracy. But anyways, uh, this match was the rematch of the uh, battle of the 182 chops, and they surpassed that because in this match. They did 218 chops. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I think th- this match, first of all, this match was crazy. <laughs> I, everyone, go and watch this match. Because for the first 15 minutes, maybe, I, I think, like 10 to 15 minutes, there was nothing but chops and I, I I think that is such a unique way of doing a wrestling match that I I just have to love it like when the first non-shop move happens like te- like between 15 and 10 minutes into the match and it's a headbutt and then they move right back to chops <laughs> it's crazy uh but in the end, after uh, of probably just one of the most brutal matches I've seen in a long while, uh, Hino shocked the world by pinning Kasusara Higuchi. Yuji Hino got his second reign by t- pinning Higuchi. With the last ride powerbomb. And it was a very shocking title change. That we kind of spoiled earlier when Yannick was in there. Well, hopefully we didn't spoil the show for anybody. Or shock anybody with with that that shocking information. But now that we talked about about the match a little bit more in depth. I mean, what you said was a perfect description. Yeah. There was lots of chops in this match. And it was great. (laughs) <laughs> they were hard hitting. You could see chest change colors. You could see people get knocked loopy. I started chopping myself during the middle of this match to try it because I just wanted to fit in, Sandra. You got to understand. Yeah. You know, and by the time with the power they had, the power that I had, I felt like we were all resonating at the same time. I think that when Hino knocked uh, Higuchi, then Higuchi came back with the headbutt. They were knocking people upside down, right side up, left side right, right side left. I feel like I walked right into the Infinity Castle right now watching yeah. this match. And by the end of it, this was a great match. You know, like, let's let's make no bones about it. This match freaking ruled. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it was one of the best matches 
uh, of the, the month. month. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to be honest with you. <laughs> and a, a great match in, in a wonderful title reign as well with yeah. Gucci. This was, I think he, yeah. this was a perfect ending. Like, awesome ending. Yeah, absolutely. I think it even overshadowed the Dragon Gate one a little bit with Shun and Yuki. Yeah, I think this one kind of overshadowed that a little bit. It felt like the the right time. Um, you know, Yannick kind of mentioned earlier, we had talked about this at the end of the year on the Patreon not that long ago. Yeah. Where uh, we had talked about all of the story beats of Higuchi's title reign has been gone past. And how much do they have left in the tank? Yeah. Um... I was really an advocate of this title reign continuing at least to get to the America show. Yeah. Uh, I think we I all like, were. But. Yeah, and I, I think it would have been the right idea because I just didn't feel like they had built anybody up enough. But, he, you know, he's he's big enough but, and powerful enough and cool enough that even if he's not built up per se, he's always kind of built up. And, you know, yeah. they had their, their story in the tournament last month so, where it makes sense. So I, I, I don't hate this title change at all. And it was a, such a fantastic match that you have to respect it. Yeah. So we mentioned him earlier, but Marwan uh, actually was watching this match while we while we have been recording, and he just sent me his like thoughts on it, okay. uh, because on DMs on Twitter. Uh, but he his thoughts on this was that Higuchi uh, benefited a lot from this, even though he lost the title, because he is uh, even more badass because he co- comes out having had the be- the best match of Yuji Hino's like last five years uh and here but here's the bigger part is that hino has always been higuchi's biggest obstacle to this ever since they started wrestling against each other he he didn't let higuchi go to the king of ddt finals he gave higuchi a draw and uh while higuchi was on the top champ and now he has taken higuchi's throne and I could see that. I, I, if, if they are making Yuji Hino the one guy uh, Higuchi can't beat, that can't, that will just not lay down for Higuchi. I like that. That's a cool story. And it gives Higuchi something to chase after as well. Yeah. Despite with the champion, it gives him another kind of monster to to slay. And I think yeah. that you can. I extend that to a lot of different interesting things with Hino's title reign. I, I think he's a guy that... Here's the thing about Hino. <laughs> like, if you knew about him before, he was a great champion in Zero One a few years ago. Like, had a lot of great matches and a smaller promotion, yes, but still, he was a hardworking guy and a great champion. Yeah. And so he's he's a great wrestler, and he always has been. I've always felt that he was a little out of place. Not always, but in this latest run of DDT. Because he was around a long time ago. He's another guy that was around, like, uh, yes. you know, uh, 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 like back in the K-Dojo days. This was the first time he has held the KOD Openweight title since his first reign in 2012. So, 11 years ago was the last time he held this title. <laughs> yeah, and he was around then, but really fell, like, fell out of the company for many years yeah. until coming back. And I think he's a great choice for the champion, to be honest with you. I think he's a really strong wrestler, great look, great size, great power, is a good guy for challengers to try, again, try to overcome, so to speak. And now, not just Higuchi as the champion, but now even he is somebody that needs to try to overcome him and and be the demon slayer in this situation. So I think that it was a pretty... Like I said, I didn't expect it. 
And I still think if I ran the show, Higuchi would still be champion. But yeah. I don't hate this at all. Uh, you know, I, well, I don't think this is a, a, a terrible decision. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they have in plan because it was such an, an unexpected title change. Where is this title reign going to lead to now? I, I really do wonder. I really hope it doesn't lead to a one one a V zero and he loses it to the winner of Harashima and Yuki Onaya. Um so uh, after this match uh, Harashima, uh, both Harashima and Yuki Onaya came out and challenged and they set up a number one contendership match on uh, let's see on February 26th and the winner will challenge uh, Yuji Hino in Yuji Hino's first title defense on uh, DDT Judgment the March twenty uh, third show. Yeah, and I mean that that should be interesting to, to see what happens there. Twenty first of matches. March. Twenty first of March. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I think either match would be interesting, you know, so, so yeah. to speak. So uh, you know, look forward to seeing where they go with it. Yeah, and as as Yonik said earlier, they um they Gucci Rain still needed a Hiroshima title match. I think we all all agree on that, and but I also think this will not be the last uh, KOD run for Kazusara Higuchi, <laughs> because let's all look back at 2022 because this guy, they made him their biggest star since uh, Konosuke Takeshita. They made they made Kazusara Higuchi one one of their highlights. The what the guy on in front of this company, and I I highly doubt. Just like I highly doubt that uh, Yuki Yoshioka won't win the Dreamgate back. I highly doubt that Kazusara Iguchi will never be a KOD Openweight Champion again. No, you know, forever is a long time. I mean, just look at Hino. Yeah. He won it ten years yeah. ago or eleven years ago, and now he's back. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be interesting, and I think. They still have some work to do getting people up to that uh, title level, in my opinion, uh, up and down the card. Yeah. Gucci is a ready-made guy already, so I, it really wouldn't surprise me at all if this just leads to a long Higuchi trying to fight his way back to the title type of run. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all, and I think he's well-equipped I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And if Hino can challenge, uh, like defend it against like Harashima and maybe defend it against Yunakiyama, that would be awesome. If Hino could get a win over Akiyama, that would be like a big feather in his cap. Uh, and I think... Uh, and some young guys. Like, of course, I do think they will do Yuki Onayo versus uh, Hino uh, one day for the title. I hope... I am afraid that Naya will win it, but... <laughs> because he, but he just isn't ready for it in my mind. Um, but yeah, I think this, I am really intrigued by this, um, I am very, like, hyped about where they are going, especially with Higuchi on the undercard now, like, or, or like, on the lower, not in the main events anymore. It will be, like, maybe he will just be, uh, him and, Har him and Yuki Ishida will try to get the tag titles back to Harima. 
Well, you have the the interest when Yoshimura returns. Yes, like how that's going to play into things because I could see him being. I think I pegged this anyway, even when Higuchi was champion. I think I, Yoshimura was the logical choice to get a next major push of yeah. the younger guys in the company. I think now you get a, another very interesting wrench in this little plan. Uh, you know, if, if what's Higuchi? How will that affect Higuchi and Yoshimura when Naomi comes back? So I think there's a lot we can look forward to when that happens too. Yeah. So, uh, I am very interested in this. A judgment is shaping up uh, to be a good show, and I look forward to seeing where it leads and how the show sh- will shape out. <laughs> and yeah, I, uh, I think we all, uh, everyone, should go and watch this match. Like, if, if we don't sound like we have a lot to say about it, it's because... The thing we have to say about it is chop and beef. <laughs> but they also did a lot of great wrestling. Like this this match is just a must-watch match if you are a fan of the Higuchi style. It was great wrestling and especially in my opinion from Higuchi in the way that a lot of his matches are actually great wrestling. And that he's known obviously for being this big guy who hits hard and does badass yeah. stuff. But actually he's also great working from under. And he showed that here as, like, you know, really making this feel dramatic and real when he was selling and stuff like that. I thought he did a great job in that. I think his facial expressions, things like that, are all really well done. Like, great wrestler, and that this losing the title takes nothing away from him, his title reign, or his talent. And I think that he knows another guy that, uh, you know, like I said, I have high hopes for this reign. I want to see good matches. We'll see where it goes overall. Uh, it should be interesting. And like you said, I'm very interested in Judgment and where they're going in DDT right now. Yeah. Uh, so we will be back. Um, well, next week I will be back with Amy. Uh, me and Amy will uh, have already planned this ahead. And we will be uh, uh, previewing uh, the Real de Pereas. I'm, I think I'm saying that right. Real de Pereas uh, Tag League in Dragon Gate. Uh, look, that that show I will aim to have out uh, before the first uh, night of the tournament, which is on Friday. So it will be either on uh, in the late part of Thursday <laughs> or Friday morning. But anyways, uh, I will be back next week. No Dylan next week. I'm sorry, you you are not welcome next week because me and Amy want to do this. <laughs> Uh, I think we have been planning it all a long time, so, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it will be a fun show. And uh, Dylan, do, I, do you have any plugs before we go? Just listen to the Eastern Lariat. Uh, you know, my other show, talking about all kinds of wrestling, patreon.com slash Eastern Lariat. And, uh, you know, we did a lot of fun stuff there. Just follow me on yeah. Twitter, Viva underscore zero on there. Shout out to Ray, rest in peace to her. Uh, yeah. Lots of fun stuff in the future. Uh, you know, and, and everything going on in my world, in the world of Japanese pro wrestling, that's that's the main thing. You, you watch wrestling, have fun, you know, ho- hopefully everybody does that, so, yeah. Yeah, and um, of course you will be back on the air. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I look forward to that. And uh, Yannick will also be back. He couldn't this week, and he can next week, but he will be back on a future episode. Uh, but yeah. I have been Sonderbjorn, we are on the 5 Star Network, and we are Dramatic Twin Dragons. And until next time, ready, wake up, and go!
Bangor.